This episode is powered by Safety FM. This podcast is being sponsored by SafetyConsultantBlueprint.com. This week on the Safety Consultant Podcast, I'm going to go over the good, the bad, and the ugly of 2019. And I'm also going to give you my goals for 2020 using the SMART acronym. So stay tuned after this word from our sponsor. Do you feel that your knowledge would be better served if you are your own boss? Your knowledge can help more people improve their workplace safety. Most of what you know may be wasting in a job that limits what you can do for the overall health and safety of workers. Now is the time to start your own business while you're still working for your current employer. Start your own safety consultant business with the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. Get your business legal in just a week. Brand yourself as an authority in safety, even on a shoestring budget. No more stressing about how to price your services fairly, but still make a profit. And experience the amazing feeling of being your own boss. This 100% online video course is instructor-led and will give you detailed steps to keep you focused as to what to do next to grow your business. Lay out strategies to keep you maximizing your marketing and networking efforts. And explain how to get money in between clients. Register today at safetyconsultantblueprint.com and enter the code PODCAST. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. This is your host, Sheldon Primus, and I am going to show you the business about being a safety consultant. So this week, I'm going to do something a little bit different. It's going to be the year in review since this is year one of the podcast. And it's the first time I'm doing a holiday edition, right? So last week was the actual holiday edition with me and my wife, Marianne. I'm so happy that uh, she was able to help me out with that one. So that was pretty cool having her on second time, right? She's the second time guest on the show and the only one that I've actually had twice so that was awesome. But uh, since it's the year end, you know, when you go through all the year ends and every channel you go to is going to year in review of this and year in review of that. So I decided, let me do something similar to that. I'll do a year in review, but I'm also going to do my goals. So I'm going to kind of do both of them together. So let's uh, start with the year in the review stuff. And I'm going to do it as a the good the bad, and the ugly. So that is uh, my my theme for this one. I'm a, kung, I'm a karate fan, but I'm also a Western fan, and one of my favorite movies was The Good, Bad, the Ugly. If it wasn't royalty uh, music, I would actually use that in the background, but I can't. So that means I'm going to end up having to write my own uh, Western. If you guys didn't know, I write all the music that you hear on the show unless it's like a commercial from a safety fm side or anything but everything in the show is written by me produced by me there's even a music episode i can't remember which one Uh, i I honestly can't remember but there is a music episode out there 
So if you uh, get a chance, you want to check out the music episode, and if you wanted to buy the music, you could go to sheldonprimers.com backslash music, I think. Probably. I should know this stuff. But anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I do the music. So anyway, I, uh, I don't have a Western theme for Good, Bad, and the Ugly, but I'm going to start with my good. So I want to start us off on the right note. So the good for the 2019 year is I've been a contract instructor for Align Safety Council for a while, and they're the people who not only did they create the Certified Occupational Safety Specialist class that I seem to speak about a lot, but they're also uh, the people that created Certificate of Occupational Safety Manager class, and I teach that one, and then I also teach the safe supervisor class. So um, as a brief um, overview of what each of them are, if you are boots on the ground safety officers and you really need to hone in on the regs, you really need to understand uh, some of the compliance side as well as the biology, the physiology or psychology, probably better, psychology of the worker, then you're going to want to do the cost program. Go to cost.net, find a location close to you, and sign up for it. I'm probably going to be teaching the Texas classes more often than not, so you can see me there. But if you call, I'm sure you can figure out which ones I'm teaching if you want to be my student, which is really cool. But other than that, uh, the cause is specific, specifically for that, and you're going to get a week in You'll get a designation if you pass the week, and it does have a 50-question exam at the end, 10-minute presentation, and then also homework throughout the week with the reading assignment. So you are going to school for the week. The other one, Certificate of Occupational Safety Manager, that is for those who are running a safety program. You need to interact with upper management quite a bit. So this is a program that's going to help you bridge that gap between upper management, regulations, and then also it's going to help you with your communication skills for everyone throughout the organization. Line up your safety culture with the corporate culture, give you the nomenclature that you need for success. That is the COS-M certificate for occupational safety managers. And then the safe supervisor is the bridge between regular supervisors. And that, uh, let me go back to call SM classes, also a five day class. No test at the end, but there's homework every day. So it's a pass fail. You have to do each one of the homework assignments each day. So you have to make sure you get that in. The safe supervisor, man, that one is pretty much for those uh, supervisors who you know that they're not going to get too deep into safety, but you need them to understand some of the rules and regs. But more importantly, you need to understand that their role is key to the organization's safety culture and the organizational culture. So this safe supervisor course kind of blends a little bit of supervisory um, training and safety and health basics. It's a three-day course. It's great for any supervisor or foreman to go through so that they could get that understanding. So that was one of my goods. I've uh, been working with them for a long time, the Alliance Safety Council, so I'm really glad that I was able to do some courses this week, or excuse me, this year. And we had a lot of courses, so I'm happy about that. 
Another good for me was my client workload was pretty steady throughout the year. Beginning of the year, January, February, that whole two, maybe three months, it's slow. People are gradually getting into uh, the safety and health uh, mindset. Generally speaking, they're in the mindset of other things for the beginning of the year. So they're not really thinking about a compliance need for safety and health or even, you know, some of the safety and health training or consulting services or anything yet. It comes a little later in the year, usually for me. So generally speaking, you know, my workload throughout the year was really good. A big thing for 2019 that happened was this podcast. So I'm really happy about that, getting this one started. It's been awesome being your podcast host for the last, hmm, I think I started in March or April, uh, but we're in our almost 50th episode, which is awesome. But uh, another big thing with that is meeting Jay Allen, Dr. Jay Allen, and being part of Safety FM. So that was a wonderful gift in 2019. Dr. Jay, he is awesome. If you get a chance to talk to Jay Allen, just, and he's not a big fan of the Dr. Jay part, but he's just, just Jay, right? And so Jay's awesome. Anyway, uh, another good thing that I'm looking at was pretty much I did a successful three-day solo uh, course in Denver, Colorado, so I'd like to thank the Colorado Safety Association for that one. That was pretty awesome. They helped me out. And uh, what you can do as a consultant, you really should reach out to local safety associations as well as uh, your safety council, same thing. So once you reach out to them, give them some, uh, some help, if you will. And then also you can set up your classes there. And uh, it's a good symbiotic relationship. So be there for their compliance needs and to help them, help their clients, help their uh, members so that they can branch out. And then you're also going to be able to provide services that their members need that is unique to what you could do. So I did that for Colorado Safety Association, and that was pretty cool. So uh, I was glad about that. That's a good one. Healthy family. Obviously, that's an awesome one. Healthy kids. My kids are older, but, you know, healthy family. That's a good one. For me personally, my health was getting a lot better. I took a big step in 2019. I went to Flexitarian, which is basically mostly vegetarian. Not vegan, but mostly vegetarian. Uh, you'll eat some fish, so that's the pescatarian people. And uh, generally speaking, no real meat. When I'm in Texas, I uh, I do have a little meat issues every now and then because <laughs> Texas, you know, it's hard. Uh, but other than that, I've been pretty good. My wife, oh my goodness, she's been phenomenal about it. And if you go to uh, the last podcast episode, the holiday edition, she was on there with me. And uh, we talked a little bit about that one. So uh, that's a bulk of the good. It was really, you know, a, a decent year when it comes to those items. The bad. <laughs> the bad, it was a tough year for 2019. It started out rough for me personally. So uh, January 21st, my wife's father passed. 
And uh, that was a big, big issue for the family, for me. He's always been good to me and uh, been close to him. So it was really, really hard. And we were there for the whole thing. It was just a, a bout of sickness, and we were there for the whole thing. So it was really a, a tough uh, beginning of January. So that was January 21st. He had passed. So during that time, my mom's health took a turn for the worse. And then on January 31st, she passed. So 10 days later, after losing my father-in-law, I lost my mother. It's a tough one. It's still a tough one. And uh, not even a year yet, and I'm still feeling it. You know, it's, it's, it's hard. Every day I miss her. So, um, and she's with me every day, and... I really feel it sometimes, and sometimes, you know, I, I don't. And that's concerning, too, you know. So that was definitely the bad. I'm glad that they're both in a better place right now, but it doesn't take away the hurt, you know. Uh, another, uh, maybe I shouldn't say bad, but different uh, thing in our life right now is my wife and I, we've been stationary for the last 11 months, and uh, due to family reasons, we have to stay put and help with my mother-in-law a little. So uh, we've been home here with her. She can't be alone anymore after my father-in-law passed. So uh, we're taking up the mantle as family caregivers. Uh, she has Alzheimer's, and it's been... It gets, you know... <laughs> it is a terrible, terrible, terrible disease. So if you know anyone who is a caregiver or know anyone in this situation, uh, definitely reach out to them. Give them some support. Give them some help. Uh, Hilarity for Charity. Awesome. We love that organization by Seth Rogen. Uh, it's been a godsend to us. And uh, any anything with the Alzheimer's resort, uh, research is well worth its money because we got to beat this thing. It is tough, tough, tough to go through and to live through. So I'm going to wrap that up. That's, uh, <laughs> that's the bad part. I don't want to dwell on that stuff. So let's go into the ugly. I'll keep this short, too, because honestly, I was thinking throughout the whole year, what was the ugliest thing that happened to me? And when I use the term ugly to me, it just seems like it's senseless type of things that are just meant to hurt or to maim or something that's just meant to, to disrupt in such a bad way. So for me, the ugly was when I was in Houston in early December or mid to late December, uh, parked and I got broken into during a dinner with a buddy. And his car got broken into, my car got broken into right next to his. They stole my laptop. They stole all kinds of uh, equipment from him and stuff for me, my bags. And, man, I'm still not recovered. I'm using my wife's uh, Surface Pro right now. So I'm not paid by Surface Pro, but I'm, I'm pretty awesome. I, I like it. So if you're out for a, a computer, you might want to check out that Surface Pro because it's, it's really been it's pretty good. I'm a fan. So that is the ugly. So you've got the good, the bad, and the ugly of 2019. 
I wasn't sure how I was going to get through that, but I got through it. All right, so let's go through the other part that I was uh, I was thinking of for this episode, and this is my goals. So I'm a big proponent of goals. I haven't always been writing my goals, which is always better to do is write them down. Um, now recently, I have been writing stuff down, and for this episode, I wrote it down, so I physically have it. So I'm going to do this one through the SMART acronym. If you haven't heard of the SMART acronym, if this is a planning tool. So if you're going to plan, especially in a business, you want to make sure you plan things through the SMART acronym, and this is what it stands for. S is for strategic. M is for measurable. A is for attainable. R is for realistic. And then T is for timely. So as you're making your goals, each one of those goals that you make, if you're making sure it's SMART, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely, that means that it's going to have a good chance of being done. You're still going to have to get a support group. You're going to have to have some accountability partners or something to help you along the way, systems to kick in and to make sure that you're getting through your goals and your plans and a planner, you know, basic tools that you need for this. But when you're initially setting your goal, using that SMART acronym, is going to help you. So I'm only going to do three of these goals, right? Because my goals are going to be different than yours, but I'm just kind of giving you an idea of how I do it so that when you do this, think of it as being a smart tool. And I meant it in a double negative, I mean the, the punny way. So it's a smart tool to help you so that you could break down your goals into something that you can actually do. All right, goal number one. As some of you know, I have started the Safety Consultant Resource Group. So if you go to safetyconsultant.us, you have the opportunity to join the group. And as you join the group, the idea behind this is to give you not only access to me, but yes, it's also going to give you a way for you to grow your business through tools and resources that I have used and then also that I can develop for you or other people in the group will work with you. So each member will have an opportunity to not only have downloadables that you can have for your business, such as, you know, downloadables um, that will help you for uh, pretty much any aspect, you know, for uh, written programs, uh, templates, if you will, uh, templates for PowerPoint and uh, other presentation styles and things like that that will help you with your speaking engagements, help you with your uh, your actual shortened time for you to do projects. That's really what it, it's looking for. So if you could do projects at a shortened amount of time, then you could actually bill more. So it's going to grow your business. And that's the key. And then it's also going to help you learn a little bit about uh, more about the safety consultant Q&A time, everything. So that's the, the bulk of the group. So my goal, and this is for 2020, is to get 50 members. So 2020, January 2020, is really going to be when I'm populating this group. So by December 2020, I want a goal of 50 members. And yes, there's a money, the monetary uh, reward for that. Yes, I... Um, it's not for free. This is definitely costing me a lot of time, energy, and, and everything else. But 
my goal and my heart in this thing is to make sure that it's going to be something that is a benefit for each one of these members. So uh, in order for me to get to that 50, I broke it down in that SMART acronym where I'm going to seek out to get 12 to 13 members every quarter. So every three months, I'm looking to get 12 to 13 members. And how I'm going to do that is through advertising, word of mouth, because I want satisfied customers, not just numbers. I want people to really grow their business. That is my goal. So I want word of mouth to help project that. I want to have more content each week, and the content will also draw people. I want to interact with each member as often as possible and make sure that I'm answering their questions and I'm there for their needs. And then I'm going to listen, pivot, and adapt to everything that they're asking so that the group will become more and more valuable to each member for retention purposes. So I want to make sure that this is something that is of value added to their life, not just an expense. I want it to be a, a valued resource. So that's how I'm going to uh, get to my f- uh, 50 members for 2020. And that is my SMART. So specific 50 measure, uh, members, measurable, the actual 50. And then I broke it down into quarters, attainable, and 12 to 13 every three months should be attainable. If it's not, after two quarters, I may have to adjust that, but at least I'm starting with a goal and a number, and then I know how I'm going to be doing it through advertising, word of mouth, and content, and everything else, even through the podcast. So those are different ways that I'm going to grow it. So realistic and timely. So that is the SMART acronym for goal number one. Goal number two, I'm going to actually focus a little bit more on developing out-of-the-country content and mostly the Caribbean. So I'm going to be specific with that. I'm going to start Caribbean memberships and uh, not really memberships, I shouldn't say that, but courses. And I'm going to focus on Jamaica and Guyana. I'm Guyanese. I'm a Guyanese um, citizen. And, uh, and then I'm also a dual citizen, so I'm a citizen of the U.S., citizen of Guyana. I, I have a heart for my people, so I want to go back. I haven't been there since I was a kid, and, uh, and I had to become a Guyanese citizen, and that was last year. So that was, oh, yeah, let's add that to the good. So that's one of the things that I decided to do. Like after my mom passed, it was really important to me that I was able to get that citizenship because she's Guyanese, my dad's Guyanese, my brother's a Guyanese, my sister is Guyanese. I was born in America, youngest of five, because back then in the early 70s, if you had an American child, then it was a lot easier for customs to push through the rest of the family's paperwork for citizenship. So I know for sure I was planned. <laughs> and that's, uh, so I was born here and went back to Guyana, or went to Guyana when I was two years old, met the family, they're kind of getting everything together, and then after that point, everyone moved to the U.S. So that was the path for my family, but I wasn't a citizen of Guyana, I was still a U.S. born and citizen of the U.S. 
I don't begrudge. I love being a citizen of the U.S. I just have another part of me that is big, being the only child of a Guyanese family that was American. So that was important to me. So that's why I want to reach out to them. If you didn't know, Guyana struck first oil. So they're now an oil-producing nation, just started in 2019. And um, I see the growth is going to be tremendous. So in that way, I want to be a provider for training for them because I could give back to my community that way. So that's one of my goals, so developing and actually getting partnerships in both Guyana and Jamaica is what I'm going to do. I've already started in Jamaica, so those of you in Jamaica that are listening, uh, you will see courses with me already. I'm already scheduled to be in there in uh, January. I can't remember the dates, but mid-January, I'm supposed to be up there. I partner with Real World uh, Technology and RWTTS. So they are uh, in Kingston, New Kingston. So Richard Rare and his group over there. If you guys are into anyone from Jamaica that's listening to this broadcast and you need some training, go to Real World. Uh, you'll, you'll love them. Those, those guys are, are awesome. So anyway, um, that is my goal for number two for 2020. So uh, specific for me, again, we're doing the SMART acronym, is I'm going to the Caribbean, Jamaica, Guyana, then actually St. Croix is another one. Uh, so those three are going to be the three that I'm specifically looking at. Measurable, I'm developing two courses specifically, and I'm already complete with one. I just can't give you guys names or anything like that. So I do have the courses that are complete and then attainable because it's complete. So it's already attainable. Realistic is complete. So again, it is a realistic goal and timely. I've already started in uh, Jamaica with scheduling. So I'm going to just keep going with it. Podcasting. That's my last goal that I'm going to share with you guys. I'm sure I'm going to create some more, but right now this is what's stuck in my head. So my podcasting goal is I want to grow more listeners. And the way I'm going to do that, and I don't have a specific number of growing listeners. So for me, I might just have to think of it as percentage uh, because I don't know the numbers, but I do want to at least increase my percentage a good 25% of what I currently have. I'm going to do that through guest, uh, being a guest of more podcasts. Going to ask for subscribers and comments. So if you haven't subscribed right now, please go ahead and subscribe. Help me with my 2020 goal. Hit that subscribe button on whatever service you're listening to me on. Uh, if you have a comment, comment on there. That's great. If you can rate me, that's great. Rate it too. So all that is going to help. And then I am going to listen to comments and react. Pivot. That's my my goal. So that is the way I use the SMART acronym for uh, my goal setting. I gave you three goals that I'm going to use. So I really want to make sure that I, I follow up with that. If you have an opportunity, go to safetyconsultant.us. Join up. It'll be great to see you. Uh, go into the Welcome Follower Forum. Tell me a little bit about yourself, what your expectations are, and then we could reconnect that way or connect that way. And then um, 
pretty much help you with your business because that's the key. For me, the reason why I even got into this is I want to make sure that everyone who wants to be a safety consultant can do it, has what they need to do it. So thank you for giving me the opportunity in 2019 to launch this thing and to get it going. 2020, I'm looking forward to more and more episodes and for us to really get to understand and know each other better and for me to be able to meet whatever the needs you are for your consulting business or if you're about to start a consulting business so that I'll be able to help you out. So I just want to thank you. And there won't be any tip of the week for this one. But the first episode in 2020, I'll get back to the tip of the week, okay? So, uh, unless you want to add uh, right now, do goals with the SMART acronym. Here you go. There's a tip. Ta-da! <laughs> so, I'm not going to go away and come back for the tip of the week. I just gave it to you. Go do some goals. Do three goals with the SMART acronym. All right. So, enjoy your 2020 celebrations. Be safe out there. And I look forward to hearing from you. And... Uh, I will catch you next Monday. This podcast is being sponsored by safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode has been powered by Safety FM.